everybody. Welcome to Into the Night with Sean Kelly. How is everybody doing? I'm doing pretty decent. Um, I don't know. All this bullshit that's going on in the world today. Um, all these chemtrails, all this thing that happened in East Palestine. You know, I was sitting down and I was looking at, you know, just dwelling. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, maybe maybe something is wrong or maybe there's going to be this so-called world war three or maybe this or maybe that and um and you know what there's nothing i can do about it except just sit back relax and wait for the situation to help you know hey tommy miller how are you buddy good to see you i'm doing great bud it's nice to have you back missed you a couple weeks but um I have got a very special guest tonight. Um, I've had her on before, but um, she's going to be a special co-host tonight, and we're going to chat. Um, it's Tara Brecken, and I mean, she's like my sis, you know what I mean? And we've known each other for almost 20 years now, and uh, she has come a long way. She's my friend. I've seen her grow from a little puppy up to a big bad wolf now, and um and she wants to get into um, podcasts and radio stations and stuff like that. Tommy Miller says, it's great to be back. Excited to hear some good conversations tonight. Oh, it's going to be a very good show. Um, but do you guys remember when I was started at the beginning where I was with East Palestine and so-called World War III? Well, that is my intuition. Okay. And what I mean by intuition, I got... I, I got, um, you know, the definition here. And it's the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. Explain, Tara. Welcome, Tara. Welcome to the show. Hi. So how are you guys? Good. Yeah. So let's talk about it, buddy. Let's sure. No problem. Intuition. You and I usually get together, and when we're doing stuff, we call it our spidey senses. You know, right. we're feeling vibration, we're feeling energy, whether it's spiritual, emotional, physical. You know, you walk past somebody and you just get the creeps. That's yeah. intuition. Um, intuition can be something like don't go a specific way because you just feel a bad way about it, and maybe you miss an accident. It could be unlimited. It really can. But here's and, the question. Here's the question, Tara, right? Sure. So we're walking down the road, and, right? And you, you come to the fork in the road, right? Mm -hmm. left, and you want to go right, but your intuition saying go left, but you decide to go right anyway because you don't listen to your intuition. How often does that happen? For me, I've kind of lost touch with my intuition and I'm getting back into it. So I would have to say probably 50-50 right now. How about you? Uh, about 50-50. Nah, we'll go 60-40. You know, I like to be different. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's like, um, I, I don't know. And with intuition, especially for me, okay, it's like I know it's right. It's supposed to be right. But I'm just not going to go to that place because I know with my luck that I had in my, in my whole life, it's like, nah, 
no, go the other way. And then mm -hmm. that's when the shoe drops. You know, um, what I want to say is for me is that I, I don't have the nags to go and follow my intuition all the time. So that's where I'm at with my intuition. Right. I'm so working you, on mine. Okay. Um, my nads are a little bit bigger and higher than yours. <laughs> um, but, you know, and a little exercise that I started doing recently in a class that I'm taking because I'm taking food and feeling right now is, you know, put a piece of fruit in your hand and put, like, um, uh, french fries in your other hand, okay? So, mm -hmm. like, what I, what I did the other day was you put something unhealthy in your hand and you lean backwards now. You put something healthy in your hand, lead forward. Now. So I even called BS on that because, you know, you can feel a French fry versus an apple. So maybe I'm doing it on my own. So what I did was I put them on the same kind of plate. And okay. I closed my yeah. eyes and I did the same thing. Like the apple, my body went towards it. The French fry, my body went back. You know? okay. So it kind of was repulsed by it. So I'm so starting to do that now. So actually, it's like a, um, a pendulum. Mm -hmm. You know, you, yeah. you know, with the food. Right, but, um, right. But, but where does that come in with intuition? I don't know. So, sure, no problem. Like, your body is intuitively attracted to healthy things. And it's intuitively <laughs> repelled by unhealthy things. Okay. And, okay. you know... People like us, the more you tell us not to do something, we're going to damn well do it. So, I mean, that's just the way yeah. it is. You know? right, that's right, that's right. you and I being who we are. Um, and, you know, you can raise your intuition numerous ways. You can sit out in the woods and spend time with the trees. If you think that's crazy, maybe you go swimming. Maybe you get a shower and just rinse the heebie-jeebies off you and shake it off. Um, connecting with your higher power raises your intuition. There's a lot of different things you can do. Um, if you want to attract good, you can always stir your tea or your coffee clockwise. If you want to get rid of something that maybe isn't serving your intuition, you can do counterclockwise. Okay. Uh, Michael Anthony says, hello, friends. Please share. And, and, and that's what we're doing, my friend. That's what we're doing. Um, I, I don't know. Do you think that with intuition, right, mm -hmm. is it actually your spirit guide kind of like going at it or is there like kind of guiding you to that? Or do you think it is something inside the body, inside the brain that makes you go to it? Do you know what I mean? Is sure, it spirit I believe or is it something in the body? I believe it's either or because you can have physical intuition and you can have spiritual intuition. So your physical intu intuition would be your natural body's vibration vibrating with the universe. Whereas your spiritual intuition is being led by maybe your ancestors, maybe your gods and deities that you believe in. Maybe it's your spirit guide, that kind of thing. Or maybe it's one of your friends who happens to have telepathy sending you, hey, stop. Right. I've dealt with that many times, but you know what, but it's still, it's like, but it all boils down to us actually going 
to where we're supposed to go. Yep. What stops what stops the normal person from not following their intuition? Fear, I think. Fear of people thinking they're crazy. Okay. Um, you know, when we when we're first born, you always talk, you know, people always talk about how open babies are. They haven't learned the dynamic of the world, what is perfect, what is supposed to happen, what is the status quo. Um, right. It's not what the natural law and order of the universe is. So that's why a lot a lot of times babies see ghosts. Babies will talk to their nana or their grandma or whomever has passed on. Mm -hmm. You know, I hey, think your, son, your son's on. Your son. Hey, John, oh. how are you? John's on. Hey, Jarhead. He's a grunt. Not a Jarhead. <laughs> so uh, just so you know, they had yellow rain down there. What's that? Camp Lejeune had yellow rain over the weekend, which means they had chemicals in the. Oh yeah, the chemtrails are the the chemtrails out there are freaking unreal. We've yep. had a couple like a lot over here where I'm at, and um, mm -hmm. that's for another story. Yeah, um, exactly. So you were talking earlier when I was talking to way early that you were going to a class for this. Can mm -hmm. you explain the class that you're doing? Sure. I'm doing an intuitive healing class where I am learning how to get back in touch with my intuition so that I can actually help other people. Um, you know, maybe it's I like to make onion soup for people that is that are sick because onions soups tend to be something that really is a natural healing. Okay. And I've done that for several people up here in Butler. And they've loved it. And you know, when I when I cut the the onions, I put an intention in. And when I mix everything together in the pot, I, I stir it clockwise, and then I stir it counterclockwise. The clockwise is good intentions. Counterclockwise is getting rid of whatever ailment that's bothering them. Maybe they have a cold. Maybe they're just not feeling well. Um, but you know, I've repressed all of my spirituality for so long that it's time to get in touch with my intuition again and my spirituality so it's okay. kind of a baby step so um any what else do you do in that class besides what what made you choose french onion soup um i researched the kitchen witch i read a book called the kitchen witch and you know a lot of people don't like the word witchcraft but if you think about it almost everybody practices it just by cooking you're taking several things that don't ever grow together or aren't normally together in a situation and you're mixing them all in a pot and you're setting an intent, your intense like nourishment, making your husband or wife happy, feeding your kids. So a lot of people practice witchcraft that don't realize they're actually doing it. Uh, I, I can understand that because when we had uh, Natasha on, she said, even if you throw a thought out there in the air, you know, when you're thinking about something, you're actually casting the spell, correct? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I mean, now, a lot of people, you know, practice everyday witchcraft that don't even think about it just with, you know, superstitions even. Okay. Oh, we got a lot of those coming up, but I'm not done with you yet. We'll get to the yeah. superstitions. So, um, the last time we talked, you, oh, Michael Anthony says many were punished for not really understanding mm 
their home remedies and cures. That's true. Mm -hmm. That is you true. Know? I'll tell you, you know. what, honestly, you, you know, the best thing I ever took for a sore throat was honey. The best thing I ever took for the flu was my grandma's hotty toddies, which I can't do anymore. But, you know, that was the best thing. You sweat it out. You sweat it out and you sweat it out. I, I mean, I, I, I know a lot of witches. And now that's a good question. You are a witch, correct? I am beginning to become one, yes. Okay. So would you prefer to be called a Wiccan or would you be con considered a witch? Um, a Wiccan is slightly different than a witch. A witch. Can you explain that, please? Sure. Um, Wiccans are similar to pagans, and they're more into like the natural things and the way the universe works and the wheel of life. Whereas witchcraft can be any new number of things where you can do rituals, you can do spells, you can believe in demons or demons, you can believe in God and goddesses. You can believe in the natural earth as well. So it's kind of like a combination of <laughs> Wiccan and paganism. John just said, anytime they needed me to sleep as a kid, they gave me a hottie toddy. He's laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I, ha I had those hottie toddies too. Trust me. You know, I was, I, when I was young, I was raised off of those things. Yeah. But um, so since, <laughs> since we last talked, when I had you on my show a while back, how have you progressed? Baby steps. Um, you know, I am already a shaman in the Native American community. Um, I'm also a breathwork practitioner. So I'm, I'm trying to learn the healing practices so that I can convert it into my shamanism, if that makes any sense. Okay. I can see that. What so that I can become you, a medicine you want to, so instead of a shaman, you'd be considered a medicine woman. Mm -hmm. So you would be able to go out and make these uh, natural cures to help yes. people. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that your intention on being a medicine woman? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how far away are you from becoming that medicine woman? Oh, I'd say I'm only 2% towards 100% right now. There's okay. so much. Yeah. But okay. there, I mean, there's a lot of holistic and supernatural people around me here in Butler. I mean, we have an apothecary now. We have, you know, people that are into rocks and gems and that kind of thing. We have, you know, Reiki masters. We have, you know, Satanists that are around. So I'm trying to learn a bunch of different religions and incorporate it into my practice because my mentors from that aspect of the shamanism have done that over the years. They've gone to India and Egypt and the Mayan temples and grabbed it all together. And I have a doctor that's Indian from India. And he said, Tara, you're more Eastern than Western than most Western people that I've met. So, um, yeah, it's the black hair you got. <laughs> <laughs> it could yes. be that I'm a, you know, Tara's a Hindu goddess, too, which I don't equate myself to, but I don't oh, know. I don't yes, know where he's going with don't that. Lie to my, don't lie to my people. Don't lie <laughs> nah. to my people. You, 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 yeah, you walk around like, you know, if you had a, you know, a robe of some sort that said, I'm Tara, I'm a goddess. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Maybe someday. But, um, I, I don't know. 
But I tell you what, I wish you all the luck in the world. Thanks, you know, bud. And I hope you continue um, doing your studies so you can get to be where you need to be. I appreciate that. I mean, I've had hey. the best mentors in the world. I mean, you being one of them, so. Oh, don't don't make me blush. I I, I guess I just you know, ladies and gentlemen, you know I uh, for the I've known Tara for twenty years, and um, it was like I, I was put on my path to teach people spirituality and ghost hunting and whatever it was, and I do believe that spirit connected us together so I can um, help her on her way. And it, it was rough, but I tell you what, she <laughs> she has changed so much. She has changed for the good. And with all your teachers up there and Butler, you know, my God, just hang on. You got like the top-notch uh, teachers up there, you know, with the Stones, with with uh, Natasha's place, you know, yep. and, and all the things that you learned up there. I'm proud of you, buddy. I'm proud of you. I appreciate that. Natasha's actually teaching the intuitive course that I take. So. I did. You're breaking up. What did you say again? Natasha's actually teaching the intuitive course that I take, which is amazing. Oh, okay. You got a good teacher. John says, oh. "Thankfully, my path led to you too." Of course, Sean. Wait. Thankfully, my path led you to Sean. My path led to you too, Sean, because you've taught me a great deal too. Thanks, bud. I'm sure, definitely. You were you were led to you know your mom and then I met you when you were just a knee high little dude now you're a grunt you know you're a Marine Corps grunt but I love you man thank you for saying that thank you I appreciate that but you know so any more uh, news or any more in, um, that you want to say about the intuition I just recommend people get in touch with it and follow it more than they need that they need to do it more now than ever. And they have to work on the fear of yeah. following it. But you know what? Speaking of fear, it's hard to. Oh yeah. It's hard. It's hard to because we're afraid to make a move. We're afraid to go to this person or we're afraid to go to the bank or we're afraid to go because uh in our minds, right? In our minds, we're like, nothing works. You yep. know, and it's yep. like, so for, for, for me, for me, bud, is um, that I'm really definitely working on some stuff. I am growing. You know, we talked about this a week ago. And, um, and I am growing. You know, it's taking baby steps. I just got to get out of this funk. But um, that so everybody that was about the intuition that uh, Tara wanted to talk about today. Now coming up on um, St. Patty's Day, you know we only got 17 more days, and it's the Irish, and it's St. <laughs> Patrick's Day. So you know we just couldn't talk about intuition. We start came up with the idea. How about some Irish? superstitions and what i mean is um when a when a black cat crosses you right yeah. everyone thinks that's bad luck that's bullshit the cat just wants to cross the street that's all it wants you know <laughs> I, mean? I have a problem with superstitions i do walk under ladders and stuff like that um how about you 
Yeah, I, well, I, <laughs> I was raised a lot by my grandma and she always looked at the cows and when they were laying down, they, she knew it was going to rain and that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm horrible because some of the superstitions I really follow a lot, like knocking on wood and <laughs> goofy stuff like that. So. Right. But so, yeah. It's, so I happened to dwell into some uh, researching and there's, and I came up with about 10 or 11 Irish superstitions. Have you come up with any? Yeah, I've come up with a couple too. Go ahead. Yeah. You're, you're um, one of the ones that I've never heard of before is don't whistle at night because you summon evil spirits. Have you heard of that one? I've never heard of that one before. And I, the only thing is I don't whistle that much. I don't uh, whistle. So I guess I don't have to worry about the evil spirits coming to me. And again, <laughs> I'm wondering if it's like some silly song that they love or I don't know. It's kind of bizarre, but yeah. <laughs> John says I never split pools. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, buddy. Um, yep. I got one yep. here. Now, this it was like really cool. Um, the magpie in the Irish episode, the magpie. It brings sorrow to the passerby. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if you see a several, like a bunch of magpies, right? Right. It brings you a lot of happiness. Huh. Yeah. But we have no magpies. So I think a magpie, honestly, if I'm not mistaken, is a crow or a raven, correct? I'm guessing that they're all real similar because I do know there's superstition about that. Um, go ahead. But if you think about it, their songs are very melancholy when they're by themselves, but it's almost orchestral when they're together. Right. Now, see, for me, whenever, and, and I don't know, Raven has been very dominant in my life lately. And mm -hmm. um, so, and there's one Raven that sits on the light post at work. And when I'm going into work, no matter what time it is, if I'm there at five in the morning, the Raven's there. And when I leave, if I start at 10 in the morning, the raven is there. And it's always, uh, it, it talks, it talks to me, you know, mm -hmm. and I just wish it a good morning. And, you know, I try to leave a couple bread things or if I have anything to eat, you know, I'll leave them a little treat, you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know, for some reason, uh, ravens fascinate me. Yeah. Have so, you asked him what his uh, message for you is yet? Um, no, I haven't. And the reason being because, uh, what does it say, Sean? Huh? What does it say? Oh, um, oh, okay. Um, nothing. I just wish it good morning and I head into work. But, you know, there's going to be a time where I do want to open up and I will allow that message to come to me. Right. You know? Um, and that's with a squirrel or a rabbit that I see. You know, we have like three or four hutches around where I live at. And there's constantly rabbits all over the place. The raven. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the raven, Jen. <laughs> yeah. Both the raven nevermore. That's right. So um, I got another one here. It says... This is superstitions from Ireland. Mm -hmm. uh, disturbing the fairy ring 
will bring bad luck. Now, let me explain that a little bit, everybody. Um, the fairy ring is made out of mushrooms, all right? And it's a circle. And that's where uh, all the fairies hang out, okay? And I got a really neat story to tell you about that. Uh, I, I was living over in Pleasant Hills, and it was my weekend to have with my son. So we came over, and the apartment complex that I was in, they had different types of, uh, they had all kinds of, um, of gardens with flowers in it, okay? And one morning, no, one evening, me and my son, he, he liked the garden. He felt like he was at home in the garden. And what happened was he was sitting on a bench. Me and him were sitting on the bench. And all of a sudden, this was like in April, okay? So it was still a little cold. And all of a sudden, we see all these little white lights flashing all over the place. And I'm serious about this, guys, ladies and gents. There was a little flash of lights, like darting here, there, there, and there. And it was a little bit too early for um, lightning bugs, okay? That's what we call them here in Pittsburgh, lightning bugs, you know? And uh, so the next morning, we went back out to the, um, to the garden, and uh, there was a perfect big old mushroom ring. And then right oh. there, in the, it was like, okay, those are fairies we saw the other night last night but i i think it's pretty interesting and you know what that i mean they're not always happy people you know them little them fairies you know they can be mean so it's just like me coming in and bulldozing your house down okay i'm sure you'll be a little mad about that now wouldn't you but then again you got a mythical creature a bunch of fairies can you imagine if they all ganged up on your ass holy crap that would be like wow i'll be hell on earth There'd be a lot of fairy dust all over you, and so, and then they'll take you to what Peter Pan and uh, Tinkerbell, and you know how she like got mad at Peter Pan all the time. So there'd be a lot of Tinkerbells, you know, throwing stuff <laughs> at me. But go ahead, Great. your turn. Your turn. Okay. Um. So my next one was that uh, hanging your horseshoe, the right. If you hang it pointing up, it catches all the good luck. If you hang it upside down, it dumps all your good luck out over your door. Oh, wow. But that's kind of hard, like, kind of have the horseshoe up, right? Mm-hmm. You really have to pack it up there correctly. I'm seriously, man. You'd have to pound in a couple nails, like two or three nails. Yeah. Maybe you might have to glue the bad boy up there against the wall because, uh, <laughs> You know, because the way the way the, the horseshoe looks, <laughs> it, it, it's more better. You know, when it's turned upside down. Yeah. So I never I never knew about the. I knew something was about the horseshoe, but I couldn't figure out what it was. It, yeah. It was like yeah. crazy. But I have a couple other ones here. Yeah. Know? Go ahead. Um. Do you know when your nose is itchy? It's a sign of a fight. Huh. I did not know that one. Yeah, that that I was like, and you know what? Recently my nose has been itchy. Itchy. <laughs> but then again, what kind of fight is it? Is it a fist of cups or is it a fight for something that you believe in? Is it a fight for, you know, not to be um not a fight for prominence or egotistical prom but what what type of fight 
you know, it could be any type of fight, not a fist fight. Right. You know, so, so if your nose is itchy, everybody, especially you, John Brecken, you know, you know you're in for a fight. So with so-called World War Three coming in, you're going to have to start itching. Your nose will probably be itchy, probably itch it all out. But uh, I saw those dog tags. All right, go ahead. Um, another one that I found that I thought was interesting was um, dumping uh -huh. the salt shaker over. That's one. Of what was that one, buddy? What, you broke when you up spill one the one. salt, you have to throw it over your left shoulder. What's that all about? You know? I honestly don't know. I don't know if it was because, you know, the, the salt shaker, salt maybe was in limited quantity in Ireland back in the day. I don't know. But then again, why would you throw more of it over your shoulder? Right, man. You need it for the potatoes, you know, that you put on, that you eat over in Ireland. Uh, John yeah. says, and I have a cold and keep blowing my nose. He's, he's on a roll tonight. He's just a grunt. <laughs> But um, uh, I got uh, I have another one here, and and this like kind of like really was interesting. If a candle doesn't burn in the window throughout Christmas, bad luck will come to the house. Ooh, that's a good one. Well, oh, if you think about luck. it. Okay, thanks, Jen. Thanks, Jen. Um, if you think about it, a lot of people do do that at Christmas time. They do put the candles as decorations in their windows. I wonder yeah, if they realize yeah. that that's where that's from. It well, generation to generation to generation, but people are getting a lot smarter now. But you know, they're either you can plug them in, or else you got batteries. So mm -hmm. also got to remember too, <laughs> then batteries do you know die. You know, so <laughs> yeah. you have that candle going on in the window there, and, and all of a sudden your battery dies and you don't realize it, and then all of a sudden there's no candle being lit in the house. Yeah, and that was pretty. That was pretty interesting. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, and then your fubar, right? Yeah. Good. Your turn. Um, another one that I found was not replying to somebody who sent you a letter. I guess maybe that's where chain letters came about. I don't know. But I have I had seen where if you don't respond to a correspondence, a letter, they believe it's bad luck. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny has battery candles. That's cool. Yeah. Just make sure they don't go out, buddy. <laughs> don't make sure <laughs> the battery I used to I used to actually use those where I had a hawk's nest because we weren't allowed to have candles because it's an old building. Right. So I use the battery-operated candles for our um, circles and meditations. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So, but you know, you know, you see all these houses during Christmas, how they're all lit up. They got all them decorations and all that. But to me, I think the most prettiest one are the ones that just have the single candles in the window. Yeah. For some yep. reason, it's just like wow. That's a hell of a lot better than putting like three million different lights all over your property just mm -hmm. to what are they hoping for? Good luck for like the next 10 years with fall neck cough. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it's like yeah, whatever. But um I got one here which is pretty cool. 
Um, and, and this is like funny. Okay, everybody, this one is funny. Okay, having a bird poop on you is good luck. No <laughs> luck. The superstition actually started in Russia, right? But <laughs> the Irish, how temperamental we are, you know, we took it beyond that to where um, also a bird pooping on your car means good luck nice so everybody out there if you got bird poo all over your car there should be a lot of good luck coming towards you even though yeah cussing, even though you're cussing at the bird because you know they have some really potent poo and it kind of like puts a kind of stain or a thing into the uh, truck and then you have to scrub it and then you got to wax it and you got just because the little bird went poo on you you know you know go ahead go um another one is friday the 13th almost all cultures have that as a bad luck day which i don't understand what that was all about you i no i don't but you know what i read somewhere i think it's the italians that the 13th the fridays the 13th represents uh -huh. good luck for them Huh, that's good. Yeah, because yeah, I did have a show on Italian superstitions. And Friday the 13th is a good, um, is, it brings them good luck. Huh. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody knows what soda bread is. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's Irish bread. Okay. Now, oh, what does it my dad was born on Friday the 13th, and oh my gosh, Jen, holy crap. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. But he's a good dude. He got you. Yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm lost for words, Jenny. That's hard to understand. It's hard for me to be lost for words, but I'm lost for words. Yeah, my dad was 100% Italian, too. <laughs> okay. okay. All right, so yeah, good luck on the Friday the 13th in October. He's pure 100% of the time. Look at the good luck he had. You know? But everybody knows about soda bread. It's an Irish bread that you, you don't need a fire for. Anthony Caballos says, hello, Tara. Anthony Caballos says, hello, Tara. Um, hello. Um... Now, one of the Irish superstitions, you know, they cut a cross into the bread. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it's kind of even. Hey, Matt, good to see you, buddy. So it has an even, like, cooking. But right. according to the Irish, right, a cross on the bread lets the devil out. Huh. Yeah. That kind of like, wow, you know? <laughs> so people who make soda bread and they put a cross in it, lets the devil out. So I don't know where they came up with them. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. But that's pretty interesting. Um, if you break a looking glass, you will have seven years of bad luck. Yeah, did you ever figure out where that one came from either? Like when I looked it up, Irish. 
what mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but um let me see what else uh, if the left palm is itchy the left one that means money's coming in okay. but if your right palm okay when the right palm is itchy money's going out well, yeah. that's similar. That's similar to witchcraft. Okay. Because right. you're supposed to receive with your left and give with your right. Mm-hmm. Do you have any more over there? Um, I I noted that there are numerous numbers in different cultures that are bad luck. So, okay. um, Chinese and Japanese and Korean. The number four is bad luck to them because the word sounds like the word of death. Hold when on. you say it in their language. Uh-huh. Um, Japanese culture said that number nine is bad luck because it sounds like the word suffering in their language. Okay. Um, in Italian culture, number 17 is bad luck. Why? But it doesn't say why. It does. Why is that, Jenny? Why in the Italians, 17 means bad luck? Do you know what it means, Jen? Matt says, I'm removing my right hand. I need money. <laughs> <laughs> that is in, Af in Afghan culture, 39 is a curse. Mm -hmm. um, in Japanese culture, number 43 is similar to the word for silver. So they don't like that. Who comes um, up see. with all these? Who comes up with all these superstitions? I don't know. I don't know. Is well, it in China, still? Um, well, if you think about it, though, some of these, like the the words and the culture in like Japanese and and you know the Orient areas, if a number is very similar in pronunciation to different things, maybe that kind of has a a realness to it if that makes any sense so so if we say the number three that could mean t <laughs> right right oh i'm bad i'm bad i'm good um i i don't know um i, I I'm, I'm glad we brought you brought up the superstitions because there is so many more okay oh okay. yeah I mean, um, just, you know, just real quick and looking, I found like 40 some. Mm -hmm. Now, um, okay, what, play my year birth was, oh, play my year birth was 63. Huh. I don't know, but play your birth. Oh, okay. I think I know what you mean, buddy. But um, I, I want to, you know how every month is an awareness one, right? Yep. Okay, so, um, oh, wrong one. So keep talking while I look this up, please. No keep problem. Talking. Well, today is uh, awareness day for rare diseases and conditions. That's what I was trying to find. So everybody... We need to help people out who need help. Oh, Jenny's gone. She goes, I have no idea why it wedges and think I'm using text to talk or whatever talk. I'm using talk to text in the bathtub might have something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone.
everybody out there that um, who who Jenny is, she is my co-host um, with um, Chasing Prophecy, and we had a show on earlier tonight, which was a pretty decent one, you know. But uh, Tara, during my show, you know, um, I usually throw, you know, do a three-card spread with my animal totems, okay? So everybody, right before the show, I drew three cards, and I wrote down the meanings to it because I know I take a little bit of time um, looking it up, so I figure I'd have it ready for you. So the three cards that I pull up is the past, the, the now, and the future. So for everybody's path, maybe this might be, you know, this, this reading, these little three cards that I have for you. Um, it might be have something to deal with your life or some situation going on that's with you. Might not be the whole reading. Maybe one of the cards is something that you're experiencing in the past or, or the future or whatever. So the first card that I drew was the dolphin. Okay. And... The dolphin, according to the medicine cards, means manna. And there's a cat. Um, and manna is the life force. It's the keeper of sacred life. And your cat really, really like uh, Major Camera Go Dark. There you go. Um, but it, the dolphin means breathing, you know, to, to go far away. And let the dolphin take your breath, you know, let it help, you know, breathe with the dolphins in order to get through the situations that you are in right now. And that was in your past. Okay. Uh, the now card I picked out was the raven. Um, and the raven is magic. You see what I mean? It was funny when I pulled this card, you know, I was talking earlier about the ravens. And yeah. I know you're talking to your son, so. <laughs> she's laughing her butt off <laughs> now the raven means magic okay it's entering the darkness with courage that is what the raven does you know the raven is there to protect you as you go into the darkness into the void with great mystery yeah you know and this is what the book says but i can understand it my my and then the opossum is a diversion is like and this is for the future diversion is to use strategy to get out of bad situations that you're in you know what i mean um the dolphin to me now this is the way i look at it the dolphin in the past yes it has to do something with breath and it has to deal with water and it really needs the dolphin actually helps protect you wherever you're at um, I gave you the book meanings on these animals. I'm telling you my feeling about it. So if you have this dolphin medicine uh, card come up in the past, you really, really need to learn how to accept what's going on in your life today, you know, and learn how to breathe. Don't get ecstatic. Don't get nervous, you know. Trust the breathing of a dolphin. The raven, yeah, it's definitely magic, but it's a powerful magic. The raven is there um, just to make a lot of noise, but it also has a lot of good meaning. Not so much bad. Everybody thinks that they see a raven that it's bad and, and stuff like that, and it really isn't. You know what I mean? It, it isn't bad, but the raven is there to protect you. All these animals, 
in this animal uh, totem deck are here to help you. And the possum, it plays dead. You know, so if you're in a situation where you can't get out of, play dead. Just like fall over and pretend you're dead. Because all the predators that attack the opossum, they say it's dead, so they just walk on by. So if you're in a bad situation, just play dead until the situation goes away. And and, and that's what I feel um, what those cards meant tonight. How about you? What's your favorite? What, what's your animal totems? Mine? Tara? Yeah, I'm uh, talking to you. <laughs> mine is the hawk mm -hmm. and a blue jay and a red wolf. And have you checked out the meanings behind those animals while they're with you? I did when I first started seeing them. Yeah, yeah. But hawk is my number one. In fact, in one of my breathwork journeys, I was given the name Lady Hawk by a Native American elder. Okay. Um, can you, I mean, we're running out of time here pretty soon, so I'm going to have to get going here, but can, sure. you, can you explain your, your, your breathwork stuff? Sure. So my breathwork basically is a journey that you take and it is a journey through medicine and meditation and music. And you connect with the gods and goddesses of your understanding and you connect with the earth and the universe and it moves through your chakras and you usually go on like pretty much a vision quest sort of where like one of mine was I was swimming down a river and all of these people were on the banks of the river and it was people I recognized and ancestors I recognized and people I didn't even know some of my best friends were there but that was part of the journey where I was swimming down a river and needed to let go of some things and they were all there to support me. Uh, okay, so basically it's like going through a meditation. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yep. meditating is good, but that's for another show. Um, yep. Do you have any last words that you'd like to share before we close? Sure. Just connect with your spirituality and help other people and always remember to stay humble. Ah, I like, yeah, humility is the best medicine. But you know yep. what? It's it's so hard in today's world to be honest. Um, I I really try working on it. Okay, I really do. But there are times where I don't be humble, and I I get mad, you know. Or I there's that every now and then I get that egotistical feeling where I just I'm Sean Kelly. I'm the best paranormal investigator. Blah 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 blah. You know, and then I have to hold back. Oh, you have to do mine after the show. Okay, Jen. Where did you see a red bull? Not a red bull, hun. It was a red, red wolf. It was a red wolf. Um, that was Tara's. That's, she saw the red wolf. Where did you see the red wolf at? Actually, it was um, in a zoo. In a zoo? It literally just like kept staring at me. Okay, that's cool. Um, but thank you for being on the show and thank you for being my special co-host tonight. Uh, everybody out there, if you would like to be a co-host on my show, you know, for a night, you know, get yourself out there. If you're 
have a paranormal group or if you just want to be on the show with me, that would be great. And we can talk about different things. Um, again, Tara, thank you very much for being on the show. And everybody out there. Oh, you're welcome. Now, everybody out there, and, and I usually say this before I go, um, parents, if you please go to your children and give them a hug and tell them that you love them. And children, please go and hug your parents and tell them that you love them too, okay? Um, if you don't have no parents or you have no children, find somebody and give them a hug. Because you know what, everybody, right now at this time, during this time that we're having on earth, what everybody needs to be happy. Everybody wants to know that they are wanted. Everybody wants to know that there are people out there that can secure, have security with them, you know. So, and on that note, I want to wish everybody a good night. Um, thank you for watching the show. I don't know what's going to happen next week on the show. I'll kind of figure it out an hour before the show starts. <laughs> That's how I work. But uh, good evening. Thank you for being on. Thank you, Tara. And on that note, happy hunting.